You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Pleased to be joined by a great friend of the program, Peter O'Reilly, the NFL Senior Vice President of Events. Peter, how are you? Doing well, Brian. How are you? Thanks for uh, thanks for having me again. We are always pleased when you have the time to join us. And let's start with what stood out from a year ago. What were your biggest takeaways from year one in Orlando? Uh, to me, it was, you know, obviously Hawaii had been, been terrific and a great host. But in going to Orlando, it just became so youthful and fan-friendly. We turned it into a week-long celebration. The players had a great time because they were able to go to Disney, um, go to Universal, spend time with their families throughout the week. And then really at ESPN Wild World of Sports, we created this kind of football wonderland. There was youth football championships going on, Pro Bowl practices, all free for fans to come in and experience and then ended with, uh, with a great game on the field. So for us, it was trying to create this major celebration of football at the end of the year and certainly celebrating 88 of the best players in our games. We're back for year two um, and excited for that. And I know um, the guys headed down there next week are as well. Peter, when it comes down to the game on the field, the format of it all, I think you started out with Jerry Rice and Michael Irvin as the coaches uh, on both those teams when it came down to allowing former players to be a part of it. And then the Jerome Bettises and the Ray Lewis end up coming around. I think it was last year. But give me your take on how you've taken players from the same team and, and, and actually end up spreading them out to be on the opposite side. Uh, are you guys going to be any more creative than that when it comes down to the format of everything? Yeah, I mean, Cordell, last year we went back to the traditional AFC, NFC format, and that was the based on fan and player feedback. I think keeping that format, moving away from the, the what we did with the draft um, and adding in in the replacement of the draft, something that was really successful, that Pro Bowl skills showdown, so allowing – players to showcase their skills. You know, you saw that last year ending with the the epic dodgeball game between the AFC and the NFC. So I think that element, which will come back this year with some new twist to it, uh, including a kicker component where they're going to be playing kick-tack-toe, trying to uh, kick it in certain spots there, um, and then pay it off in the game. And, like, you know, to your point on bringing back the Legends captains, even in the AFC-NFC format, we've got incredible captains coming back this year. On the NFC side, Warwick Dunn and Derek Brooks, um, you know, not too far from where they played in Tampa, will be uh, on the NFC side. And then Jason Taylor and LaDainian Tomlinson on the AFC side. So uh, four incredible players, but, but four incredible men who will be, um, who have been to a lot of Pro Bowls themselves and be a part of uh, getting the, the current guys excited to play. So a lot, a lot of good elements in place. Yeah, and you said for the Pro Bowl with Peter O'Reilly, the league senior vice president of events. Peter, last year we talked a lot about youth sports, what's involved with that component again this year, and how about the Madden Club Championship that will be taking place? Yeah, it's uh... – you know, kind of, uh, you got the, the run up to the Super Bowl and you got a year long build up to the, to be the Madden champion. And every team across the country, every one of our clubs has hosted Madden events, uh, throughout the year. And then the winners of those events throughout the year are all going to the Pro Bowl, uh, and competing in the Madden club championships there. So that again will be taking place live at Wide World of Sports during the week, uh, the Friday and, and Saturday leading up to the game. So not only do you have, you know, on-field Pro Bowl practices, the championships for flag football going on, but you got simultaneously Madden championships going on and, and fans where Madden fans can tune in and watch that as well uh, and follow along uh, the gaming side of things. 
when you look at a lot of coaches, former coaches for some of these players and uh, that they've actually had coached them in Little League that came, you know, you see any, any let's see, headline type stories like that you guys plan on doing this year for us, bringing someone back or getting people inclusive in it, like, you know, young kids, anything we need to get aware, be aware of? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, I'd say that they're probably, they're going to be more youth and high school coaches in one place next week in Orlando than has probably ever happened in the history of the game because USA football is holding their national conference down there. So 1,100 high school or youth uh, coaches or administrators will be all in town. And then each, we did this last year and are building on it. Each of the 88 Pro Bowl players has the option of inviting their high school or youth football coach back, you know, maybe a position coach from high school if they brought their head coach last year um, and be part of the celebration all week, honored on the field. Um, And then the really nice element is, the, winning, the players in the winning team, if, say, the AFC wins, each player in that team uh, gets a grant to go back to support their high school or youth program. Um, so it all, all ties in. Um, in addition, each team, NFL team, has chosen a Don Shula High School Coach of the Year in their market. All 32 of those high school coaches are doing incredible work will be in Orlando, uh, and then the winner of that award will be announced down in Orlando. So this is about the roots of our game and going back to the, the people who helped uh, make these pro bowlers the, the players and men they are today. Chatting with Peter O'Reilly, the league senior vice president of events. Peter, what will the military outreach be like next week? I know there's going to be a flag football game for wounded warriors. That sounds very inspirational. Yeah, we've been, uh, you know, every major event we, we hold, there's a large um, military outreach component, and that's no no different in Orlando tied to our Sleep Service initiative. So that Wounded Warrior Flag football game is an incredible event um, with these with these great heroes out in the field who, who love our game and we love the, you know, how they served our country. So that'll be a part of it. We'll have a large group of uh, both current and, uh, and veteran uh, veterans attending the game as well. So that's that's a, a huge part of the week um, and it'll be special. And I know the Pro Bowl players love interacting and, and uh, honoring those those men and women. How many players do you think will probably bring, in, in, in comparison to Hawaii, when these guys bring their family members, I think some, like Michael Irvin, may have brought almost the entire family. Do you think probably <laughs> per player you may had may have had maybe what on average – five plus people coming uh, to have to facilitate when it comes down to somewhere to stay? Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, I think we saw last year that, again, the guys loved going back out to Hawaii, as you know, but in Orlando, there's an opportunity to get that many more players. Obviously a lot of guys are, have family in the, in the Florida area, but even it's just an easier trip to get um, additional family members down to Orlando. So, we are prepared for and then already working with all the players on making sure they have a big family contingent down there who can be with them celebrating the great year that they have, join them at Disney and at Universal. Um, so I think you're right. We expect big numbers, Cordell, for sure. And, and that's great. Peter, an incredibly busy time for you and your team with the Super Bowl coming up and you're in Minnesota today. What adjustments in planning have been made for the big game considering the weather in Minnesota? Yeah, we are, uh, you know, the, the good part about Minnesota is this city and the state knows how to handle weather. Um, so they are, they're prepared. We've got lots of contingencies in place. Um, so, you know, certainly focused on it, but not worried about it in terms of, you know, anybody who is coming to, to Minneapolis for the Super Bowl, just our advice is, you know, 
uh, bring the hat, bring the gloves, bring the layers. Um, and the, the theme of this Super Bowl is the Bold North. It's about embracing the Bold North, so there'll be uh, outdoor activities, and, and that'll be on display, and just be ready for that. Um, but it'll be it'll be great. We're uh, we're excited for sure. I guess it's okay to call it the North Bowl, right? Because uh, it's going to be so cold. And, and then looking at my dark sky app on my phone, um, I see a lot of temperatures in the minus category and not single digits, sometimes double digits. Will that impede some of the activities uh, that you may have set up uh, to be, you know, in those awkward situations, similar to how Detroit was? I know you guys did a phenomenal job, but how would that hinder uh, some of these events to actually happen? Yeah, I mean, I think we were prepared for that scenario. Um, obviously, you know, need everybody to to be smart about how much exposure um, they have to the to the elements. But we are, um, for example, Super Bowl Live, which is our free fan event for ten days in downtown Minneapolis. That's that's mostly outdoors, and it's going to celebrate the bold north. And you're going to see dog sleds and tubing and, and uh, snowmobile jumping and um, make it, you know, make it great. You know, they're opening just a fun, quirky thing. Super Bowl Live is going to open Friday, January 26th. We've got an ice mountain stage there. Adina Menzel is going to sing Let It Go from Frozen, and uh, we're going to lean into the bold <laughs> north. So um, we're all in on that. Um, but obviously people should be safe um, and, and, and take precautions. On game day in U.S. Bank Stadium, it'll be uh, it'll be a perfect 72 degrees in that gorgeous new stadium. Peter, let's wrap it up with a quick thought on the logistics for NFL honors this year, because my man Cordell has dominated on the red carpet in years past. <laughs> Cordell is always looking sharp, so we will uh, we'll make sure he gets his time there as well. So NFL honors, as, as people know, is our is our award show on the night before Super Bowl. Um, that's going to be taking place at the Northrop Auditorium, uh, right on the campus of the University of Minnesota, beautiful theater and uh, where we'll announce the MVP, all of the AP honors, um, and then have the special moment of announcing the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. And uh, what's neat about that is we've invited back all of the uh, former Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year to be with us, not only at NFL honors, but for a special moment on field prior to the Super Bowl, similar to what we did with the Super Bowl MVPs at Super Bowl 50. So that'll be a special moment when that, uh, Walter Payton, Man of the Year, at honors, joins that uh, that special fraternity. But that red carpet will, will be ready for you, Cordell. My man, always styling and profiling. Peter, as always, a pleasure. Anytime you're on the program, have a great weekend. Look forward to seeing you in person when we get to Minnesota. Thank you both. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on. Tune in.